So, I was told from last week's episode, actually a good number of reviews, I was told I like the intro with you talking first and then going into a song and then introducing the show. So I said, why not try it again since the audience like it and y'all are the ones who's helping me out. I'll do it again. So then I started thinking, you know, this might be a good way to probably get my main issue out of whatever the week was before I get into the show so I don't mix the two. So this week, somewhat of an eventful week, nothing crazy, but somewhat eventful. And I guess it showed me that I used to joke around with it. You know, for those who really know me, know I used to joke around with this saying I'll never do it. It showed me that I really did mature. And I am learning to um, assess a problem before just going all out. Because a couple situations this week would have probably made me lose my shit in years past. Not maybe. It, it would have. Like, it would have. But I found a way to just coast and be the bigger and better person. Now, my problem is I was raised with a very simple word that you would think most people have. It's called respect. But the more you live in this world as it is right now, the more you realize there is no such thing as everybody respecting everybody. You may get a couple small pockets of people respecting everybody, but as far as everybody respecting everybody, no way. No way. No matter how much respect you give, not everybody's going to respect you. And I'm not talking about people liking you. I'm talking about people respecting you because you may not like somebody, but you can still respect them. I realized this week that doesn't really exist with everybody but it it exists with a lot of people and that's better than not having respect just straight like just no respect it exists with a lot of people it's only a few people who don't believe in that word i was on um forgot where i found it on if it was instagram or twitter but um i found uh quote and the second I read it I said yeah I don't believe in all that zodiac and universe shit to an extent I don't believe it the way other people go hard about it but I'll say you know what that that couldn't make sense I have an open mind to see what it means and whatnot but I go come across this quote and it said I have a short fuse with a long memory. And I said, holy shit. If I needed a quote to sum up me, to sum up the way I think, to sum up my personality, it's I have a short fuse with a long memory. That basically goes into all the crazy shit that I say on this show. All the punches I throw on this show is just me with my short fuse. But I won't forget. 
you know, who wronged me. I won't forget who disrespected me. I won't forget who tried to use me. I won't forget who tried to make me look crazy. And I like that quote because letting it know. This is what you're getting into. See, I used to live by another quote and it's tattooed on me. You only fail in life when you fail to get back up. And I've been kicked down a few times. And I've always gotten back up. But something since the start of the year just feels different as far as um, not allowing yourself to get kicked back down. I don't know what it is. Something I'm not I'm not going to allow myself to get in that position of having to claw myself back up because right now I'm on top. I'm on top and it feels good and it feels good to know that there's no unneeded or unwanted stress. It's just living life. And who would have known the second you start to appreciate yourself, the second you start to not pay attention to majority of the shit that's going on around you. Now, there may be shit that irks you and gets you going, but once you start saying, yeah, I'm going to start, you know, living for me, you start realizing what really doesn't matter around you and how easy it is to just fucking say, yeah, I'm good. It's been a good start to the year for me. A really good start to the year. And then I saw another meme today. Yeah, a couple memes that I'm going to leave y'all with the first part of the show with. But I saw another meme today. It was, uh, don't miss out on your holly by staying with Jan or some shit like that. And those who watch The Office know what I'm talking about. So to anybody out there. Who has a holly. Don't keep a Jan around. Be happy. And to those out there who keep testing me. I have a short fuse. With a long memory. Fuck that shit. The podcast starts now. Last time that I checked. It was five chains on my neck. It was no smut on my rep. Last time that I checked. I was selling zones in the set Make a quarter mil, no sweat Last time that I checked I'm the streets voice out west Legendary self-made progress Last time that I checked First you get the money, then respect Then the power and the hoes come next Last time that I checked I've been self-made from the dribble I was been saying I'm a killer Nah Playing no games with you niggas Pop cut, switch lanes on you niggas Nah I laid down the game for you niggas Taught you how to charge more than what they paid for you niggas on the whole thing for you niggas, reinvest, double up, then explain for you niggas, it gotta be love. Run the city, it gotta be cuz. It's for the pieces, I took off the Monopoly board. Hey, y'all niggas, false claims, it gotta be fraud. Just keep the hood about your mouth, and you gotta be charged. I doubled up, tripled up, nigga, what? Banged on the whole game, I ain't give a fuck. Nobody tripping, had no business, got my digits up. And when I drop, you know I'm about to fuck. Last time it up, check, check. It was five chains on my neck. 
It was no smut on my rap last time that I checked I was selling songs in the set Make a quarter mil, no sweat last time that I checked I'm the streets voice out west Legendary self-made progress last time that I checked First you get the money, then respect And the power in the hoes come next Last time that I checked No cosign, I ain't need radio to do mine I done fine and I take my time And take my tribe Every level that I crossed in this game Like state lines, it was visionary Either I'm genius or you niggas scary Maybe it's both in this balance I deliver daily For every nigga in these streets Try and feed the babies the Single mama's working hard not to miss a payment And dirty money get washed on royalty statements Black owners in this game are powerful racists Young niggas in the set that's doing it makeshift Out the garage, that's how you end up in charge That's how you end up in penthouses End up in cars, that's how you start off a curb server End up a boss, that's how you win the whole thing And lift up a cigar with sweat dripping down your face Cause the mission was last time that I checked, checked. It was five chains on my neck it was no smut on my rap last time that I checked I was selling zones in the set Make a quarter mil, no sweat last time that I checked I'm the streets voice out west Legendary self-made progress last time that I checked First you get the money, then respect And the power in the hoes come next Last time that I checked I got the front and in the back we on the way and that's a fact This real, this ain't rap Where everybody wanna act pro-black The last lie you heard, this ain't that This, that, I didn't Made it out the gutter shit Nip told you fuck the middleman I told you fuck a bitch Fuck wearing they clothes, I wear my own shit Y'all get on y'all label, I on my own Bitch, hey yeah, I remember all that game you throw me Don't fuck around and get played by the label owners Talk that shit to these niggas Adrian Broner But secure the window, don't let the game vote Cause when it's game over, it's really game over and all they do is play the game till this game over And you be giving game like a big brother Mission never let them take it from us Last time that I checked It was five chains on my neck It was no smut on my rap Last time that I checked I was selling zones in the set Make a quarter mil, no sweat Last time that I checked I'm the streets voice out west Legendary self-made progress Last time that I checked First you get the money, then respect And the power in the hoes come next Last time that I Welcome, welcome, welcome to Fuck That Shit, the podcast. I am your host, Gabe, and we have absolutely no shortage of topics to talk about this week, whether it's um the NFL, the former NFL coach that is now suing the NFL for being racist, whether it's Whoopi Goldberg being racist towards Jews, even though her last name is Whoopi Goldberg, whether it's this Stupid motherfucker. I keep saying I'm trying to give him until the summer and he keeps fucking with me. Eric Adams and his stupid ass tie and the way his stupid ass shirt looks and just what the I'm going to be nice. Then we got drill rappers who continue to kill each other. I mean, the number one occupation I don't want to be in today's world is a fucking rapper. I want nothing to do with them. These motherfuckers are crazy. Oh, I'm hearing they don't even put the whole song out. They put like a little snippet. And by the time they leave the studio from the snippet, they already dead. Now, I ain't joking about the dead. I'm just saying 
that probably ain't the profession you should be looking at right now is to be a drill rapper. I'm pretty sure there's a, there's a whole community that wants breakdancing again. So see if you get into that fucking field, you know, start fucking dancing. Stop being a rapper. You know, I'll stay on this topic. Fuck it. The number one thing I don't get about this drill rapping shit, this music sucks. I mean, this fucking music sucks. The mumbling, the constant, the constant shooting, the constant gang shit. Like, when the fuck are people going to realize being in a gang is not cool? It does not make you cool. Back in the day, you said you were in a gang? Yeah, you might have got some fucking shine in school. You might have got a little extra attention from the girls at lunch. In today's world, being in a gang in today's world is basically equivalent to saying you still do stocks for a living. That's what I could put it on the same level. Both stupid motherfuckers. Not saying stocks is a bad thing, but those dudes, like, I watched the Kevin Samuels video yesterday, and the dude said that he does stock options, but he makes less than $1,000 a month. That's on the same level as being in a gang to me right now. I could be wrong. People out there who do stock, don't, don't take it personal. I'm just saying, if all you do is stocks, you're equivalent to standing on the corner being in a gang. You just ain't got no fucking direction in life. No direction. But to be in a gang in today's world and then to be a rapper on top of that. So being a rapper in a gang in today's world and then saying you a drill rapper. Those are the three strikes that your mother's going to probably bury you by the time you sign your first contract. How fucked up is that? That literally a guy got killed the other day in Brooklyn after he just signed his first contract. Then some other dude got shot like a couple hours later and all he did was just put a snippet out of a diss track he didn't even put the whole fucking diss track up and they shot him in the fucking head now he's a vegetable now he's a fucking vegetable or as um somebody that i listened to on youtube said he's a cabbage patch kid now i wouldn't make that joke not gonna lie i kind of am mad that i didn't come up with the joke first but when you decide to do that life, that's what the fuck is going to happen. That's what the fuck is going to happen. Hey, you know what? I'll circle back. I take it back, stock option dudes. I didn't mean it like that. I'm just saying, you know, yeah, I meant it. So, this drill music shit in New York isn't cool. I don't know how you listen to it. My best friend, Kadeem. Man, we've been friends since we were like fucking six. I love him to death. I don't know how he likes this fucking music. I, I'll never understand it. Like these fucking people don't even... Like I want to hear a story. I, I don't know no... St well, you know what? They do tell you a story because they tell them they fucking selves every song. So they're going to tell you a story. They're telling themselves every fucking song. Who they shot, who did this, who did that. Bunch of fuckery. I don't know how you fucking people listen to it. Also, forget listening to it. I don't know how the fuck you people want to keep getting into it. Now it makes sense why all of these fucking scammers didn't get arrested. It makes a bunch of sense now. Because they were just going to end up killing each other anyway. 
That's why they left most of them on the street. It's all making sense. These niggas talking about what they did with unemployment money and I fucked your baby moms in a car and made her walk home after. And I, they just fucking say everything on these fucking songs. Then I saw, I don't remember it detail for detail, but then I think some dude got arrested and then went and freestyled over the jail phone exactly what he got arrested for. And I don't understand how stupid people are. I don't get it. I don't get it. If you got away with it, what made it your purpose to go out there and then put it in a song? And then y'all want to talk about 6ix9ine being a fucking snitch. Or y'all want to talk about my twin Mecca from Power being a snitch. Because I realized when I put my skull cap on and it makes me look bald, I kind of resemble Mecca. But not the snitch part. Yeah, shout out to that Power Series because that motherfucker's getting good. I was talking shit about it a couple weeks ago and it picked up crazy. But all you drill rappers, I don't know if any of y'all listen to my fucking show. I hope not because I don't want to get my ass whooped head into work because y'all got butt hurt. And all the stock people too. I don't want to get fucked up. But find something better to do with your life. It ain't even like the music is good. Then you get the chicks that got no fucking brains on their shoulders that just want to be on camera just shaking their ass. I don't. How could you twerk when a dude's in the background rapping about, I put a gun in somebody's mouth and blew his fucking appendix out his asshole, and you over there twerking with half your pussy lips out? I don't get how that goes together. I don't get nothing about this world anymore. I don't get anything about this world anymore. I also don't get how this stupid motherfucker... Eric Adams, and I'm trying to be nice, so even when I call him a stupid motherfucker, it's coming from a place of love. I'm trying to like this motherfucker, and he's not making it easy. The best time I like this motherfucker is when he don't talk. So, Joe Biden is in New York today. He's at uh, uh, the, the police place by the World Trade Center. One police plaza. And, um... He's talking about gun violence in New York, even though they helped gun violence in New York skyrocket because they took everybody's job away. They put a bunch of requirements to get the job and then they weren't paying anybody. And then they paid people more money to stay home. So now all of a sudden they want to know why there's so much crime in the street. But whatever. He's in New York and he's meeting with Eric Adams and Eric Adams... This is going to flow into another topic later on. Eric Adams is showing exactly why black people who are fully Democrats, not people who vote Democrats once in a while, but fully Democrats, are the biggest Uncle Toms in the world. You can say what you want about a black conservative. At least they're able to think. Black Democrats just follow whatever white master's dick tells them to follow. Eric Adams is up on the, on press conferences. He's by the podiums and he's bragging, telling everybody, they call me the Joe Biden of Brooklyn. Nobody has ever fucking called you that. Nobody. Nobody has even called you 
Eric Adams before, when did he say he was going to run? Last year? Before last year, nobody gave a fuck who you were. Let alone to give you the nickname, the Joe Biden of Brooklyn. But this motherfucker went up on that press conference. He was smiling. He was all happy because White Master had his hand up the crack of his ass, using him like a fucking puppet, saying what he wanted him to say. Now, I was trying to find a video. I put the video up on my Instagram a while ago of Eric Adams going through a kid's bedroom, which he said you could hide a gun. And then he found some other shit and he finished off the video with saying, look what's in your child's backpack. It could be something as a crack pipe. That's when I knew this motherfucker's about to go off the rails. But I pulled it back. I said, I'm going to be nice. Then he went on TV and said he's the Joe Biden of Brooklyn. I'm going to continue to try to be nice. I'm February 11th is if I'm, I'm going to wait to the summer or not. February 11th. See, February 1st, I told everybody shit was going to change. And you're starting to see all over the world, this COVID shit is over. This COVID shit is over. So he got to February 11th to prove me wrong or to prove me right. Either way, I know where his stupid ass eats all the time. That's not me saying anything. That's just me saying something. So Joe Biden of Brooklyn. Who the fuck? fuck would want to be compared to that old stinking ass pedophile who because if he just said he's a joe biden of brooklyn that immediately means you like to fuck kids that's what that means and i'm sorry to be as vulgar and out there with that part but like i told y'all i will always make it uncomfortable when i'm talking about these filthy stinking politicians and them being pedophiles so if you're new to the show that's how it goes but if you're calling yourself the Joe Biden of Brooklyn, I'm going to have to assume the worst. That's like if I told everybody I'm the Hispanic Donald Trump, I have opened myself up to all criticism and all insults. I can't get mad. I can't get mad. To Eric Adams, bro, you got a week. You got a week. And I know you know who I am. You got a week. Because I... I can't tag you anymore on Instagram. All of a sudden, I can't find your name, motherfucker. When de Blasio was here, I was able to tag him all the time. I can't find your bitch-ass name now. I bet not been putting some algorithm again. Because I'll find you. What was that movie? Wedding Crashes with the crazy-ass... Um, fucking... Uh, what was it? She was like the younger sister to the bride. And she was like, I'll find you. I think it was Wedding Crashes. Some, yeah, it was Wedding Crashes. Yeah, it was Wedding Crashes. So, New York right now, for what it's worth, everybody is saying, you know, oh my God, it's so dangerous and this and that. New York's not any more dangerous than it was in years past. This is regular shit right now. This is regular. You have your few pop-up shootings in Brooklyn that nobody wants you have your constant war zone in the bronx that nobody seems to give a shit about anymore because it's regular and then you got queens and staten island and manhattan just doing their fucking thing speaking of manhattan went to lunch yesterday and it's fucking embarrassing how the city looks it is fucking embarrassing how the city looks 
for lunch, dinner. Not everybody wants to go out in the cold. I get it. Brunch in the morning. Maybe it's not as jumping as before. But lunch in Little Italy two years ago? Are you kidding me? How packed it would have been to how this shit looks now is unfucking believable. Unfuck. They wanted to make sure they burned this this city the fuck down, and they succeeded. They may not have burnt it down completely, but as far as businesses go and restaurants and nightlife and all of that shit, they've they have done a pretty damn good job. Pretty fucking good job. I just need them not. To fuck with anything that has to do with the baseball parks. Just leave Yankee Stadium. Leave City Field. Don't fuck with baseball. Because that's when you're going to see me in the street like the Canadian truckers. Losing my fucking mind. You want to keep fucking with Madison Square Garden and the Barclays? Fuck them. They voted for it. Brooklyn, they deserve all the restrictions they can fucking get. Don't fuck with the baseball. That's it. Eric Adams, you got one more week, bro. One more week. You piece of shit. The Joe Biden of fucking Brooklyn. Do you got that evil fucking corpse is in New York right now and his wife is holding his hand for him to walk down the stairs. How the fuck could somebody have said, I voted for Joe Biden, he's better than Donald Trump and this motherfucker has his wife having to hold his hand so he could walk down the stairs and not bust his ass. And you're going to convince me that that was the good choice to make? Get the fuck out of here. This stinking piece of shit. Not going to do it. I feel bad for him. Because this clone, you know, this clone don't know what he's going through. The previous variant of um, Joe Biden. Fuck that guy. But he's somewhere else. This new clone, he don't know what the fuck he's doing right now. He ain't got a fucking clue. This variant don't know what the fuck he's doing. Just like all of a sudden, we ain't talking about um, Omicron no more. That shit just died the fuck out. Now it's over. That's what's going to happen now. We're just going to, little by little, little by little, no longer hear about it. They're going to still talk about COVID, but little by little, you ain't going to hear shit about it no more. Because that's what they want. They, They did what they needed. They got the number they needed. They fucked with who they needed to fuck with. And I'm going to keep fucking with you, Eric Adams. I'm going to keep coming back to your fucking name. You got a week. Your funky looking ass got a week. I hate the way your fucking lips look. I hate the way you fucking make your tie. I hate the way your fucking blazer sits on you. You got a fucking week, bro. You got a week. Rest in peace to those two officers who passed away too. I don't think that had anything to do with domestic violence. That had everything to do with Setting up whatever cop was to walk through that door and ambush him. That's what that smells like to me. That was a straight ambush on two cops that had nothing to do with whatever this dude's problem was. And I know. Chris Cuomo brought down the president of CNN. And he didn't even have to give details. All he said was, if I'm going down, y'all going down with me. This dude might be banging somebody at the job. And all of a sudden, that president said, nope, fuck that. I'm gone. 
Y'all ain't going to hear no details of what the hell's going on here. I'm out. Gone. And he ain't stopping there. Because from what his lawyer said, Chris Cuomo is willing to testify about any and everything that happens at CNN. So that means my good old buddy pal, Don Lamon. You're next, bitch. You're next. And everybody's going to find out that you have a court case right now pending in which you put your hand down your pants, scratched your nutsack, and told a guy at the bar to smell your black balls. The world is about to find this out. And I can't wait. I can't wait. Chris Cuomo, let me tell you something. I got some libation right now, real quick. That's to you, Chris Cuomo. That's to you. Burn that motherfucker down. Your brother's still a bitch, but burn that motherfucker down. Like, my man Brian Flores in the NFL is trying to burn down the NFL's racist ways with hiring black coaches. Everyone knows me, especially from this show. I normally don't play the pity card as far as because I'm black or Hispanic that I'm somehow behind the eight ball of everybody else. I'd never play that card. Black head coaches in the NFL are behind the eight ball when it comes to everybody else. There ain't no fucking denying that one. If you black and you want to be a head coach in the NFL, you are not going to be a head coach in the NFL. That's just how it is. That's just how it is. They never give black head coaches the fair shake. And that's just how it is. There's only been one coach who survived it, and that was Mike Tomlin. And you can say you can't say a fuck to Mike Tomlin. Because as my, my boss Nick said, that's one dude who looks like he could whoop your ass. So you ain't going to try it with him. Every other coach that you see, you always question. They gave you Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith had a soft voice and he talked like this and he didn't want to yell. They gave you Tony Dungy, who everything was praise God, praise God. They gave you Dennis Green, who wanted to fuck everybody up. They gave you Mike Singletary, who called his players out. They didn't give you someone like Mike Tomlin, who's, I can do whatever you want me to do, but don't test me to do what you don't want me to do. And you believe it coming from him, like, this motherfucker gonna knock me the fuck out. The rest of them, you just knew you might be doing a little bit too much. But I remember it was like, what, 2008, 2009, there was a good number of black head coaches in the league. And there was some competitive fucking teams. Whether it was Leslie Frazier in Minnesota. You had Lovey Smith. You still had Tony. No, Tony Dungy retired. You had Jim Caldwell. You had Mike Tomlin. You had Mike Singletary. You had a good number of coaches that were black and um was in the NFL. What happened in the last few years? I have no fucking idea. But it became like a plague to hire a black coach. Now. Now. With this lawsuit that just dropped. I'm going to state my opinion first. And then I'll say what's going on. Brian Flores 
was um a Bill Belichick protege. I think he was his defensive coordinator. Brian Flores then got the job to go to Miami, which he did good his first two seasons, his only two seasons. He did good. He was able to beat the shit out of Belichick every chance he got. Brian Flores, when he was hired, was Honduran? Yeah, Honduran. So what does that make him? Hispanic. He never said he was black. He said he takes pride in being the first Honduran head coach. Okay, now. So he gets fired. Now all of a sudden, I don't like how black head coaches are treated in this league. Myself included, I am not given a fair chance to be a coach, and it's because I'm black. So he was Spanish on the hire, but he was black on the fire. Yes, I came up with that myself. Pat myself on the back. So this motherfucker never claimed to be African-American before until he got fired. So now he's using being black as a crutch to hopefully get another job. Now, he said he was offered. Now, he said he was offered some money to throw some games. I definitely believe that part because we've all seen the longest yard and we all see that sports gambling is now legal in New York. So when it was legal in other states, you can only imagine what was really going on in casinos and bookie meetings and all of that shit. I think Brian Flores is full of shit. He's just butt hurt because he didn't get the job. He deserves the fucking job. Don't get me wrong. He deserves to be a head coach. He's just butt hurt. He said he doesn't like how black people are treated. He's married to a white woman. Not Spanish. White. So you would think, you know, a black man who got fired, as Stephen A. Smith would say, as a black man, you think as a black man who got fired, he's coming up to the podium with his beautiful black wife and his beautiful black kids? No. White woman. Okay. But we're fighting for black rights. Okay. So now he says he's going to do the media rounds. He's going on CBS. He's going on Good Day New York. Then he's going to be on ESPN. So you're like, all right, cool. Cool. We're going to see the real Brian Flores. Wrong. Two Jewish lawyers. So the man who's claiming racism couldn't even hire a black man to defend him. He hired two Jews. That joke alone writes itself. Two Jewish lawyers. That that alone is what it is. So this man who's claiming racism from the NFL has absolutely no shred of black people surrounding him or trying to help him or defend him. So his Jewish lawyer went and said, my client is the Rosa Parks of NFL coaches, to which I closed my phone. I closed the app. I didn't close the phone yet. I closed the app. I closed YouTube that the video is playing live on. I put my phone down. I looked up to the ceiling. And I screamed, what the fuck? I'm not going to scream what the fuck into the speaker for y'all. But I screamed, what the fuck? We are living in the goddamn twilight zone. We are living in the goddamn twilight zone. Could you imagine if Malcolm X came to a meeting 
and told all of us that we needed to defend ourselves. And the only thing behind him was a bunch of Jews. Could you imagine if Martin Luther King did a million man march and it was a bunch of fucking rednecks? It will fall on deaf ears. So Brian Flores, you're a good coach. But when you showed up with a white wife and two Jewish lawyers, you immediately turned in to a fucking fraud. So they asked me, what do I think? I think this is a fucking joke. I think this is a payday. He's going to get paid. Because the NFL, more times out of not, when they know they fuck up, they'll, they won't say nothing. But they're coming out swinging. And Brian Flores, I pray that you ain't got no fucking skeletons in your closet. Because these motherfuckers are going to spare no expense on embarrassing your ass in the media. So it better not come out that you one of these fresh and fit motherfuckers that can't stand black women. That's why you married white. It better not come out that you don't like black people. That's why you always said you were Hispanic. Do not fuck this up for yourself because you're on the road already. You are in the car about to merge into I just fucked up. I personally... I hope you fucking lose because you're a fucking fraud. At least I could talk shit about Colin Kaepernick. I just, I think Colin Kaepernick, everyone knows what I think about him. I thought he did a lot of this shit for just being mad because they didn't give him Peyton Manning and Tom Brady money. But at least he showed up with a black girlfriend when he grew his fucking afro out. He didn't show up with a fucking Becky. Every motherfucker that got a problem shows up with a goddamn Becky. And you want me to defend you. Flores, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Eric Adams, I don't even know if he's married. I haven't seen it. If anybody who listens to this show could let me know, because I really don't feel like looking for it, let me know if Eric Adams is married and who he's married to. Because that might cut his week down to like two days if I find out he's another... Um, Becky lover not saying you can't marry outside your race you just can't go hard on certain situations and then married the quote unquote enemy that's all I'm saying that's all I'm saying just look at a Bronx tale just look at a Bronx tale you can't claim to be hella mafia and then go out with a black chick and think you can just bring her home you gotta be one or the other Brian Flores go fuck yourself and I'm going to finish this show the way I ended it. Remember, short fuse, long memory.